Gabe. Hey, Andy, how's it going, man? Hey, man, it's good. I've been traveling, man. We're both been traveling all over the world. Planes, trains, and automobiles. The second one you just mentioned. Bit Planes? Uh, this, uh, <laughs> the middle one, trains. Cars. Train. Automobile. Oh, train. Yeah, trains. Yeah. yeah. Locomotives. Locomotives. Uh, yeah. Express trains. Uh, Shinkansen. Maglev. Monorails. Oh, uh, subway. Hyperloop. Oh, shit. Is a hyperloop a, tra- a train? Well, we'll just wait till the All future right. to find out, Dave. Yeah. Thank you, Elon. Thank uh, you, Elon. Thank you. We're, we're, we're big Elon guys. Yeah, we are. He, we know he eats brunch. Yeah. <laughs> Elon? Yeah. you kidding me? He's having brunch right now. He probably has like a special version of Soylent that is like a full brunch in a bottle. Oh, my God. Soylent brunch. Soylent brunch. <laughs> it sounds terrible. There's a, it comes with a mimosa. It comes with, yeah, it's Soylent mimosas. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah, so I've been traveling. I'm back in uh, Japan. Yeah. Uh, we're both here in Japan. It's the first time in a while. We're in the same room. I was in... Uh, Ireland. Orland. Ireland. Orland. Have a nice little Guinness. A Guinness. A Guinness. That's like an Australian tried to do. Mal Guinness. <laughs> From the world of Warcraft. Oh. The nerd reference. That's a nerd reference. That's a nice nerd reference. All right, everybody with your nerd ca- nerd yeah, reference yeah. counters out there. Drink, everybody drink. Yeah. We can out-reference each other. We know you all uh, play drinking games while listening to our <laughs> piddling podcast. Yeah, and... That, that's a good way to. I would prefer if you listen to the podcast over brunch. Obviously, but drinking's fine with us. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're having brunch, you, you got to be drinking. Yeah, that's true. If you're a weekend warrior, then you can just you know just stay away from this podcast. Mm. If you're trying to get fit, mm. to seize the day, and, yeah. and stay sober, and like go mountain Thank biking, you. get get a, get off this podcast. It's not fair to just brag about that either you know some of us have rough mornings because we've had fun nights yeah and you're being all productive putting it on instagram it's not like we didn't plan for this we did we did we're responsible we're responsible we we brunch is there to to cure us and save us yeah and that's why the hair of the dog you bring it back you bring yourself back to normal life and you know i don't need wake up (laughs) wake me up oh bring me back to save us Take me to the place where I belong. Can't wake up. <laughs> this song. is 89X. <laughs> sex. 89 sex. Is yeah. that what you guys used to call it? No, there was that little uh, jingle or whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 89X. <laughs> 89 sex. <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, Some show. They should have called themselves 69 sex. Fat Mike. Yeah. Top yeah. nine at nine. I don't think like I, I I had enough cool clothes to listen to 89X in high school. So. <laughs> what did you listen to? W Boom Boom B. Uh, I just listened to classical music because I'm a classy guy. Okay. Yeah. So we were talking about trains. Yeah. Uh, and we're also talking about Asia a little bit. Oh yeah, we were in Japan. Uh, yeah. Um, Famous and, for trains. And uh, we also, also AKA the Orient. Yes. That's what they like. That's what they prefer to. It's what they like to be called. So why is saying something is Oriental? Why is that not good anymore? Well, we don't say Western stuff is Occidental, right? So I think both terms have just fallen out of common parlance. But are they inappropriate? Are they? Uh-huh. So I think this is a a great art, a great conversation to have between two intelligent people 
um, being us two, we'll, we'll, we'll go into it. But generally speaking, when you have something like the word the Orient, it can be used in a, as a, a form of insult. And why isn't, you know, you Occidentalist being used? Well, it's because white people or the Western people have held most of the power mm. so that that term has fallen out of favor because of the position that the West was in. Mm. I would say. That's so it. here we are. Yeah. Snap back to 2018, and we have a film yeah. with a filthy title. Filthy title. Murder on the Orient hey, Express. watch your fucking mouth. Okay, sorry. More <laughs> murder on the Eastern and China. The a- <laughs> murder <laughs> on the Trans-Asia. Trans-Asia. Well, that, no, that could be. The, the actual Orient Express was between Paris and Istanbul. That's not my Orient. No, not my hashtag. Not my Orient. <laughs> hashtag not my. Hashtag Orient. not all Orients. No, not all. <laughs> so get that hashtag going, guys. Yeah, get that hashtag going. Hashtag not, not all Orients. Well, there's that a thing on the Twitter with um, that white girl wearing the Chinese dress. People oh, got she looked it. good. She did. She did look good. She was probably 16 <laughs> years old, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so she would fit into this movie. Yeah, she it, would fit in. Yeah, a lot of. Uh, a lot of white people. A lot of white people in the Orient, on the Orient yeah. Express. Yeah, you would expect her to be more minority representation. No, no. Well, yeah. So the new movie, Murder on the Orient Express, it's brand new. It's a new story. Yeah, never been told before. No, the uh, author is the uh, the director. Yeah, it was. Uh, they improv the whole film. <laughs> they just made it up. The, mis- <laughs> the murder plotline and everything it was originally just called "Nice Enjoying Ride on the Orient mm-hmm. Express" until a murder happens. But due to the improv in the film, yeah, yeah, they actually murdered uh, the, uh, the our favorite actor. Our favorite actor, yeah. So we should uh, maybe do a recap of the the movie. Yeah, plot recap. Let's. Uh, that's usually how we start the episode. I'll leave this one up to you. Okay. I have a dizzying story of how I've watched this movie. So. The movie begins with the world famous in a time before the internet, Inspector Hercule Poirot. Poirot? Who are you? My name is Hercule Poirot, and I am probably the greatest detective in the world. I will speak to all of you in time for the moment. Brussels? He's Belgian, yeah. Belgian. Yeah, he's Belgian. Brussels is in Belgium. Could be from Brussels. He's a Belsh (laughs) investigator. You like that one? <laughs> I like Belsh. That's good. He's Belsh, and uh, he is the best uh, detective in the world. And he uses his trusty cane mm-hmm. to solve uh, crimes. Yeah. And he's much smarter than everyone right. else. And he can find even a crack in a wall to determine that it was the main guard that, that it's stole It's a really, the... really unique plot device, having like a genius detective Yeah. that can kind of see between the cracks, if you will, that others can't. And you could say he's a modern-day um, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I prefer uh, The Mentalist on TBS. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's more of The Mentalist. Or um, <clears throat> what's the what's the one with Lucy Liu? That's also Sherlock. She's Watson. Yeah, but is that what's that called? I think it's called Hol- uh, Sherlock. No, it's not Sherlock. I don't know. Who gives Holmes. a shit? Holmes. <laughs> well, that's, that's, she, he's really a modern-day Lucy Liu. Yeah. And... And so he solves crimes, and then he goes on a little vacation. But little does he know, uh, he's in for the ride of his life. Right. Because this train is going nowhere fast, David. Well, he needs a vacation because he's been solving these crimes left, right, and center. You know, everywhere yeah. he goes, 
just crime happens. It's very unique to him. Again, another unique plot device. Yes. And t- for them to come up with this in 2017 is really revolutionary. Yes. Yeah. So he shows up on this uh, shows up on this train and he starts to meet the the uh, cast of characters, an eclectic bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, ensemble. An ensemble, really an ensemble piece. Yeah. Each of them has their own little eccentricities and style mm-hmm. and backstory and it's all very mysterious and he just seems to want to be left alone just wants to drink his uh whatever he drinks whatever belch detectives drink yeah and he had a book too a book it he, was uh dickens yeah dickens that he found to be hilarious <laughs> mr dickens <laughs> so, would you say this pod is dickensian uh, I think we're both Dickensian characters. Yeah, we're we're a Dickensian podcast. I, I think I think so, for sure. Because Dickens definitely, if brunch would have been in, invented by then, um, yeah, he could have used brunch as a ju- juxtaposition well, to exactly. talk about Oliver Twist. Yeah, please, sir, I'd like some more brunch. Mm. That'd probably be what the line was. I think that's probably it. I no. get those uh, get those t shirts uh, going. Please, uh, Matt, sir, can uh, I get some? Please, more? sir, can I get some more brunch with Tiny Tim on it? <laughs> it's great. Uh, and then the Scrooge character, the instead of buying presents for everyone, he just buys meals. Uh, he buys art. He buys art. Oh, Johnny Depp. Yes. So this brings us to the <laughs> to the big bad of the film, Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp is uh, a man who fears for his life. He's an American, and he has recently been selling some counterfeit Afghan rugs. So that's in real life, but in the movie, what is he doing? Oh no, this actually um, it's based on his real life. <laughs> Okay. When Johnny Depp is not smuggling dogs into Australia, or was it New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, that's he had a lot of trouble for that. Yeah, then he's um he's illegally selling counterfeit Afghan rugs. It's going to through a... Italians, was it? Oh, um, I think it was the Italians. Yeah, and so they're after him, and he sees this opportunity of Poirot on the train to provide him protection. So he asks Poirot yeah. for the protection, and Poirot says, "No, no, I would like to hire you to watch my back until I get someplace safe." It's easy money for you. And it's peace of mind for me, you know? I understand. Good. I refuse. I'm sorry? Yeah, that's bad. You can tell that there's something nefarious, something up to this Johnny Depp character. Also, he's just so smart that he doesn't do this for the money. He does right. this because this is the only thing that makes sense to him. He's a big bartering type. You know, he'll just solve a crime, and in in, in payment, he'll just get a free train ride on the air. Right. And he's uh, very OCD, you know, Mm -hmm. like he steps in poo and he's like, oh, this is very uneven. So he steps in poo with the other foot. Right. He needs both (laughs) shoes. He measures his eggs in the morning, two eggs. He needs them perfect, too. Those eggs better be. What a bitch. But I mean, brunch fan. Yeah, he's probably maybe the biggest brunch fan there is. It's not perfect. Only one brunch, perfect two eggs. He's throwing coffee on the waitress if, if it's too hot. I blame the chicken. Why do hens lay eggs of different sizes? It's not you, mon ami. These are two perfectly good oofs. Oh, so the the cast the cast is introduced. The bad guy is introduced. Lo and behold, a storm comes. Train stops. Everyone wakes up, and it is discovered that Mr. Johnny Depp himself hmm. is dead. Yeah, and this really hurt because he's maybe my favorite actor. <laughs> so I I Same. loved Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I thought it was a dramatic improvement. The, on the yeah, original. The original was garbage. It was garbage. You know, I don't want to see the singing. book too. Ah. I just love the the Oompa Loompa take in the modern one, just making them all the same guy. I thought that was good. Anyway, we should get back to that. I never saw sometime. it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, uh, I, I'm too afraid to watch it because I'm. I, I don't. Finding don't, Neverland. It'll, it'll worry. It'll ruin all movies for me. He has a he 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 does the uh, 
the serious acting. I don't like his fanciful stuff as much as, say, Finding Neverland. Mm. It's about uh, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. The real life Peter Pan. Right. Actually, that story is interesting. I never saw the film, but I know about that guy. That one's definitely a film. It's not a movie. Okay. So, yeah. So, so all of a sudden we have our murder, and therefore the title becomes Murder on the Orient Express. That's when they the book changes. There's a separate cover inside the book. It's just first cover is oh surprise different title. <laughs> now the book it's is it's just like in Lord of the Rings when it's like Hobbits hanging out is the yeah. name of the book, and then like you read a couple chapters in, and all of a sudden it's like oh no we have to destroy yeah. this ring, and it's like surprise bitches this is yeah. called Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So they changed the title. If you came for her hanging with hobbits, you were, (laughs) fuck (laughs) you. This is called Lord of the Rings now, and uh, it's time to go to Mordor. I can't wait for that posthumous release of uh, Hanging with Hobbits. Hanging with Hobbits, yeah. That'll be good. Uh, Yes. Okay, so we have a mystery. Luckily, we have the best detective in the world on board. He goes about solving the mystery by interviewing the various passengers, all of which are slightly suspicious. They all have their own kind of... Slowly revealed that their motivations for killing this guy might be there. Yeah. And, but nothing really adds up. And there's planted evidence and there's misdirection. Mm-hmm. And Poirot is having a real hard time of it. Yeah, Poirot is struggling. I mean, each of these characters has their so, individual motivation for murder. Dr. Arbuthnot, a dedicated, grateful friend to Colonel Armstrong. He meets and finds solace in the company of the governess, Mary Debenham, who is almost like a mother to the little girl. And so close to Mrs. Armstrong's young sister, Helena Goldenberg, married to a powerful man, no stranger to rage and violence. We travel also with Daisy's godmother, to whom belongs the monogrammed anchor she found at the scene of the crime. The letter H in the Russian alphabet, of course, pronounced in Natalia Dragomirov. And her devoted maid with a chef's eye. Who was she before a current employee? Might I suggest the Armstrong's cook? But we are not yet done. The nurse in charge of Daisy, her newfound religious zeal, born of guilt at allowing her charge to be abducted. It was you, was it not, in her room the night when Ratchet came into the, the window. And just the idea that they're all on the same train and they Did all singularly are connected to this Johnny Depp character, it's dizzying. I found myself dizzied and yeah. thrown off. I didn't know who, who was guilty. You have Daisy Ridley, charming as always. Mm. You know, she's, she's mostly known as Ray Skywalker in episode six. <laughs> Ray Skywalker. <laughs> uh, then, then you have... She's, uh, uh, spoiler alert, she's Luke's daughter. She's Luke's daughter in episode eight. If you haven't seen it yet, too late. Um, then you have uh, Josh Gad, mostly known the, for... The best. He's, get he's, him to the Greek. Get him to the Greek. No. <laughs> Uh, he's super bad. He's yeah, also super, super bad. bad. He's in. Uh, he's in a few other movies. He had a really small role, and it was kind of what you could say launched his career when he um, when he's in the movie The Forty Year Old Version, and he goes oh, into yeah. the buy it on eBay store and tries to buy the roller you know, skates. I know it seems so strange. Yeah, so I'd just rather buy them from you straight uh, up. Yeah, I know. I wish it could be that easy, but I uh, wish too. But you're making it extremely difficult for me. I'm just trying to get these shoes back to my house so I can wear them. He's really funny in that scene. That's what really launched Josh Gad. To he's start fluctuated him. in weight, too. I, I think that this one, he's definitely a more plump gentleman. His hair's a little darker than I remember, but he's looking good. Get Josh Gad. 
fit. What a great actor. Great, great actor. Um, you got so so here he is. Yeah, the table is set. The mystery unsolved, and the authorities are coming to let the train through because oh yeah, the avalanche came and the train stopped. So yeah, they're, they're on a time limit here because if the train starts moving again, then they can all just kind of and they have the murder wrapped up in a nice little package. Then they can just give it to the authorities and carry on their merry way, and everyone will make it in time. Uh, but if they don't have it solved, then oh boy, everyone is going to be stuck even longer. You can't underestimate if you're trapped on the same train as Poirot, he's going to figure this shit out. Or the killer will kill again. They, the killer could have just killed Poirot. That would have been. Yeah, and they just killed Poirot. Uh, oh, well, let me tell you why. Because it turns out it was all a scam. Yeah. They all killed the person. Every single Spoiler. person in the movie yeah. kills the, the Johnny Depp. It's a giant conspiracy. Of all these wounded souls, we must finally answer. Who among them is a killer? Who takes up the knife? The answer is... No single one of you could have done it. Nor any pair. It can only have been done by all of you. They all they all Together. stab Johnny Depp once after drugging him so that he makes no sound. They all just Together. hate him so much that they want to get a stab in. So the old dowager from Russia, the the young African American doctor back from the war, World right. War One. It must have been World War One. He's in on it. Daisy Ridley's in on it. Uh, Mackay Pfeiffer, is she in it? What was that? Mackay Pfeiffer? What was that? What was that chick's name? <laughs> she kind of looked like Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> you said Eight Mile, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. Detroit. Uh, you got. She's like sexy. Oh, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> There's no Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> you know, she sings the, the credit scene. I recognize that voice from Greece too. She in Greece? She's in Greece too. Ah, Greece too. We haven't done Greece too yet. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, they all killed it, and Poirot figures it out. But he's like, well, actually, Johnny Depp is a bad guy, right? And so either I can tell the police that you all killed him, mm-hmm. or I can just lie to the police. And he chose the coward's way out. Yeah, he lied. Yep. And disgraced himself as as a, a detective. Right. And everyone gets away with it. It gets away with murder. We're big ethics guys. And yeah. I, as an ethical dude, I struggled with this movie. <laughs> I, For one, I, train rides. So, I mean, that was a coal train. That's bad for the environment. Yeah. Did you see the smoke on there? There's a lot of smoke. A lot of smoke. A lot of smoke. I only right ride on E-trains. <laughs> <laughs> the only trains I ride on use Echo magnets. Trains, yeah. Magnets, man. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, ethically I struggled with this movie. I thought murder's bad. In addition, just the uh, pollution aspect. The I do use think. of the word Orient. The use of the word Orient. That's just from a, a modern day point of view. I can't believe yeah. they did that. You know. So overall, uh, I liked the movie. Hmm. Um, not a lot of background of why what was going on before I saw. I'd never heard of this before. I don't know anything about it. So uh, it was very surprising to see that they all murdered. Uh, so much, much like the film, David. I, I have a surprise for you. Oh, what's that? Uh, this movie is not a brand new invented movie. This is actually based on a book that's almost 100 years old. Are you serious? Um, there's a whole series of books about uh, Inspector Poirot. And there was actually a film of this movie starring Sean Connery made 50 years ago. 
Are you and, serious? And uh, I've actually read the book and seen the original movie. So you were just letting me go along in my ignorance and naivete? Uh, yes. Sure. Uh, but I bring that up now Oh. to say, yeah, if you've already, like... If you already know the story of this, like, because we just spoiled it for you, the movie kind of, it's hard to stay interested in, like, a murder mystery where you know the solution. Similar, I, I believe that's why in the Sherlock series uh, on BBC is why they kind of invent new murders. Right. And, you know, they use the old characters. But the whole, who done it? Oh, everyone done it. That, that knowing that from the beginning is kind of like, okay, why do I care about any of these characters? Mm-hmm. And so the fun that I found in it was just kind of yeah, watching Poirot be, be Poirot, right? Doing the doing the interrogating, doing the mm. the evidence things. Yeah, I think just watching him strut around with that mustache was pretty awesome. Yeah, his mustache is the star of the film. I think so. I think uh, John Bolton would be jealous. I think anyone would be jealous of that mustache, yeah. including our national defense advisor. Is that who, who John Bolton is? Uh, National Security, Security. NSA, advisor. NSA. Yeah, the NSA. He's the NSA. He's the NSA. Yeah, he spying on us right now. He is, is the NSA. John Bolton. John Bolton. So that'll get a uh, tagged. There we go. Yeah. But I, I do think that <clears throat> it's very demoralizing for me to find out that this is not an original tale. Um, I, I did find it weird that they just introduced a character like Poirot without any. Background, he well, that's why they had that extra uh, mystery scene in the beginning to show uh, you that he was indeed a, a detective that was good. And that missed maybe other books. Yeah. Who knows? We don't really... Lost to time, really. Right. Yeah. All those books have been lost to time. Yes. And that's why they have to capture them in film. Yes. Yeah. Or in digital movies. Yes. It's good. Well, I thought we did a wonderful job recapping the... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> couldn't <laughs> so, follow that. <laughs> what, what is what is one other character in this movie besides this detective and Johnny Depp? Like we haven't uh, really we haven't talked about that. They had Michelle Pfeiffer, who's kind of like a is that Michelle Pfeiffer? But she kind of looks like her. It's Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, was it? That's actual. I Michelle. was right. Yeah, yeah. Suck it, Dave. Yeah. Try and try and tell me. His no, name no, she, she she's great. She's always great. Maybe my favorite actress. She's kind of a uh, sultry in this role. Yeah, she she has that sultry she's look. Like, Ooh, la la. Yeah. She's pardon a moi. Mm-hmm. Let me have a tug on that mustache right and Poirot's like oh, no 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 yeah, no that's what he sounded like too they have the uh uh there's a lot of famous actors my favorite being Willem Dafoe ah uh, yes uh, the Green Lantern Green <laughs> from Spider-Man from Spider-Man he's the Green Lantern he plays uh initially a German guy and then they changed the character's name in the middle of the book she kind of messed that up when apparently when she was writing it I mm. imagine and he became um a Pinkerton detective from the United States. Uh, just like that Weezer album. <clears throat> yeah, that's that is a Weezer album. Big big fan, nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Sure. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Pinkerton detectives are cool. I I me and Andy are pretty anti union. So Pinkerton <laughs> <laughs> So Pinkerton detectives we're often used to like union bust, and I think that's awesome. So yeah, I mean, we grew up in Detroit where unions really were running amok and yeah. and just... That is really true. When we were kids, I didn't understand what was going on, but it was just unions running amok. It's a, it's a great way to describe it. Yeah, and luckily we've just had a string of Republican governors right. and impotent Democratic governoresses yeah. Yeah. Um, in our lifetime. 
Yeah, and, and the water's doing better than ever, and the quality of life. It's freer is, than ever for Nestle. <laughs> yeah, did you see that? Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, we're giving out all the Great Lakes water for free to Nestle. It's good. It's what they need. We need more bottles of water. Um, shall we uh, move on to our hot takes, hot cakes? Must we, David? Must we? We must. I need okay. your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. So uh, I'm going to start with my hot take. And um, my hot take is that the best Johnny Depp is a dead Johnny Depp. And and what I mean by that is I am sick and tired of Johnny Depp being in every movie (laughs) in existence. Why does Johnny Depp have to be in every movie? Why why is he every single character? It's like, oh, he's got to be in this one. No, he's got to be Grindelwald. He's got to be the Mad Hatter. He's got to be Charlie and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He's got to be Black Gilbert Carl. Grape. I don't know. He wasn't in that one. He's got to be Edward Scissorhands. He's got to be in that The Tourist. He has to be the computer in that one movie where he turns into a computer. He's in every movie, yeah. and I think everyone in the world just wants to kill Johnny Depp. <laughs> and so this movie is really about the desire of the... The world. Of the of the masses. Yeah. The, the riot crew. The, the the crowd of all just wanting to stab Johnny Depp. Yeah. Put him in his place, kill him off, and do oh, it quickly. That's in great. A movie. So you think the characters represented the global. Yeah, this is really movie. Mo- not a movie about murder and redemption and revenge and horrible people. Right. It's it's all just about. No, we just all want Johnny Depp dead. And yeah, he's in the new Harry Potters as well. We, he's in like fucking. So I said Grindelwald, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, here's the thing. Let's say we took a modern day Poirot. Yeah. Um, a regular. Uh, McNulty from The Wire. Okay, great. And nice reference. everyone in the world stabbed Johnny Depp. So like 7 billion stabbed. 7 billion people st- all stabbed Johnny Depp. And then McNulty came up and was like, <laughs> oh shit, like I can totally solve this because I'm the best detective. Yeah. He'd just be like, ah, but it's Johnny Depp. We're, we're fine. We I'm glad that he won't terrorize the world again with one of his terrible movies. Yeah. And so everyone is free to go. If Johnny Depp's going to be in every movie, it's great that he's murdered like 25 minutes in. You know, like if 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 they're gonna if there's a Hollywood mandate to put Johnny Depp in a movie, just kill him off right away. You know. Yes, I agree. Yeah, that could be like a Obama era policy: put Johnny Depp into every movie to distract from the drone strikes. I think it was. Yeah, great. That's good. That's my hot take. That's a, that's really good. Um, I I, I have a ensemble ca- hot take. Ensemble casts not so good. They detract mm. from the storytelling because they have to pigeonhole mm. in each smaller stories. And I, find, I see. I find this to be an issue with movies that have a lot of money in, in a lot of movies um, <clears throat> that struggle from story development, spend too much time on character development. Now, I saw my, my favorite movie last year was The Justice League, and uh, <laughs> ensemble cast, great, great. That's an example of it being well done. You got okay. Aquaman. 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 Aqua. 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 A W K W A. Aqua. Like awkward. He's, he's the awkward. He's the awkward man. Yeah. Aquaman. Yeah, because yeah, he sometimes just talks to fishes instead of people. Yeah, it's so awkward when that happens. It's so awkward. You got, oh my god, this guy's so awkward. He's always talking to fishes. Whoa. They have, call him Aquaman. You have Batman. Batman. Yeah. Um, half bat, half man. Half bat, half man. Superman. Obviously, all man. 
Oh, man. There's nothing. He's 100% from, man. He's 100% planet Earth. Um, then you have Wonder Woman. And that's like a, a well-done example of just balanced storytelling. It's, it's, Is it, the Flash in that? Yeah, you do have the Flash. You're introducing another new character, Flash. Okay. Who else? Um, Green Lantern? He's he's in the beginning opening scenes, like but he is it Ryan Reynolds playing him? It's Ryan Reynolds. Is it really? No. Oh, okay. it's, not, it's it's like a, a a recap of the old evil guy. Um, is Lex Luthor in that movie? No, he's not. If if they would have put Lex Luthor in it, it would have detracted from the main characters. It would have been too much of an ah, ensemble. I see. So, so who's they the just, bad guy, just society. Some guy. I, to be honest, the movie was. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was so good. I can't remember names, but I remember the story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But they stop him. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, so spoiler alert: Justice League. <laughs> that's my hot take. Okay. Ensemble. Too many characters, not enough. But like a Justice League style ensemble, perfect. So what is he got a magic number for ensembles? Seven. Okay. And there's at least forty-two in this. So one. so the Fellowship of the Ring. Too many. Nine. Well, they break up the Fellowship, and it well, becomes but like, not in the first film. Yeah, and I think that. The second, the, the the latter two are the better of films. Interesting. Yeah. So Be- nine too many. Nine too many. Magnificent seven. <clears throat> Perfect. Maybe seven samurai. Even better. I actually love that movie. It's great. Yeah. Don't really understand it. I'm not really into that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. I thought it was cool looking. Yeah, I saw the Denzel Washington version. Is there a Denzel Washington? There's a new Magnificent Seven. <laughs> no. That came out oh, is that Chris based Pratt. on Seven Samurai? Yeah, Magnificent Seven is. Uh, all those old movies are all ripped off Kurosawa, yeah. like a lot of those westerns. Yeah. Well, Kurosawa also ripped off Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, fuck you, Kurosawa. Yeah, fuck you, Kurosawa. So, um, yeah. should we move on to hot cakes? Then? Sure, yeah, please. And so, I've already been demonstrating here to you my knowledge of Japanese cinema. It's pretty high. Japanese yeah. cinema. Yeah. And uh, and so, I'm I'm very proud of, of uh, I'm a fanboy of, of a few things. Okay. Star Wars. Wait, never heard of it. Big time fan. Uh-huh. I love Star Wars. We did a podcast on it. We did. Yeah. Uh, so I love Star Wars. I love Japan. Okay. And I love ladies. Oh. So what I'm saying about this movie for my hot cake is I'm talking about, one, Ray Skywalker, a.k.a. Daisy Ridley, wearing a red kimono Ooh. on a train. Called the Orient Express. Yes, please. <laughs> You're mixing my worlds right there. Japan plus Star Wars, baby. Yeah. That's 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 uh, that's a moray. I don't even know how to top that. Honestly, it was the most attractive thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. I uh, I struggled watching it. Yeah, I was with my fiance, and, and you were like, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I want to marry you to... anymore. It was a, it was rough going. There might have to be a murder in David's apartment. <laughs> murder in the Japanese apartment. Yeah, that's the movie. And then. Uh-huh. And then it all falls into place. You and Daisy Ridley are dating then. I think, you know, Daisy, she probably likes like a sensitive type. Yeah. That's not me, but she might like that. And I'm try- I would strive towards that. Yeah. I, I really think it would be a good move to have a, la- a ladies of Star Wars calendar. Oh, You know, yeah. Natalie Portman, Daisy right. Ridley. Uh, Leia. Leia. Slave Leia. Slave Leia. Leia. And then that newcomer. <laughs> oh, Ro- Ro- Rose. Rose, yeah. Oh, sh- yeah, I put her in that. Uh, who? What are? What are the other women in Star Wars? None. <laughs> uh, is there? You got uh, uh, the lady with the brown hair that's kind of tall. 
Oh, you've got uh, you've got Captain Phasma. Yeah, Phasma. She's she's big girl. Yeah, big girl. A big girl. So that's four months of the year. Okay, come back. Disney, come back to us. Oh, you know what? We can do Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilm. I'll put her in there. Yeah, she could be in the calendar of Star Wars, ladies of Star Wars. You, you could do uh, the the in Episode Eight. Shmi, Shmi Skywalker. Shmi. You could divide Leia's into multiple Leia's. You could have like Slave Leia, but then you can have Old Lady Leia. Yeah, because she could she could still pose. You could have a uh, infant Leia from infant uh, Leia. Episode Three. That's right. There's so many different Leias. Yeah, there's a lot of Leias to this uh, to the saga of Star Wars. You would need to to get to 12 months because there's yeah. not a lot of women. And you know, so. some movies they're really there's just like one thing to see. There's nothing hidden. There's yeah. no hidden Leias. Yeah. But uh, Star Wars has a lot of a lot of it's Leias on Leias on Leias. <laughs> That's good. Nicely done. Very so good. we're talking uh, we're talking murder on the Orient Express here. <laughs> I'm gonna do. Is it hot cake time? Yeah, that's okay. what I just did. Yeah. Daisy Ridley yeah, in, the, yeah. in the kimono. She is she's a beautiful woman. Beautiful girl. Lass. Uh, my hotcake's Barbital. Bring it back. That looked tight. Did you see how good of a time everyone was having? Uh, Johnny Depp fell asleep. That looks nice. He looks like he had a well uh, until it was rudely interrupted with knives. He was with having murder. a murder. He was having a good old time with the, with he, was, the bar- he never slept better yeah. before that murder. Yeah, he probably was having a wonderful He's time. He's like, you know what? Best way to go is in your sleep. Even if it's murder. <laughs> <laughs> I just think uh, Barbital had had a unique utilitarian value for society. You had housewives being quiet when their husbands came home from work. Just make dinner. Go to bed early. They get addicted. Profit. Profit. And we're a big profit capitalist podcast. We're really in favor of drugs, companies. So bring back Barbital. You get the housewives back on it. Um I think it's used for nefarious purposes, but that's not what I would use it for. No, we already talked about how moral we are. Yeah, we're 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 ethical. It's an ethical podcast. We're ethical capitalists. <laughs> we're <laughs> that's a that's not a redundant by any means. It's they go hand in hand, and that's what Barbital is. So, uh, yeah. So, um, if there are any Barbies dealers around yeah, here, hit us up. Hit us up. We want some Barbies. We want some Barbies. Your wits. All right. And uh, that that's that's my hot take and hot cake. Great, that was a great hot take, hot cake. That's great, hot, a great, great segment. Um, so any noticings from this film, David? Uh, sure. Uh, it, it's a cool train. In general, I really, I really like the train. Uh, it sounds like it's like it'd be like Trump seeing a train. Oh, what a, did you see that train? It's a oh, it's an amazing train. It's a one of the best trains. We only make the best trains. It's the best train. We have the best oh, trains. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think Trump is here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. President Trump. I I had a train when I was young, but it, it's a cool train. I always liked the idea of going on like the Siberian Express. Yeah, same. From you know, Vladivostok or West. Russia, I think that's the name, to East Russia. It's a big, or East to West. That's what I meant. A beautiful country. Yeah, beautiful country. I always thought that would be cool, just like drinking whiskey on a train, reading books, enjoying. Mm-hmm. And that, the Orient Express looked like it had a nice bar. Oh, so yeah. I would like to drink at that bar. There's a lot of people working on that train. A lot of people. Those they never interviewed the <clears throat> workers. Yeah. It was only the passengers. Why weren't they uh, interviewing the bellhop and the uh, the bar hop? That's and the bar back and the engineer. David, do you know the difference between an engineer and a conductor? A conductor pushes buttons, and I think the engineer makes the buttons. Yep. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the uh, other. It's notice- important for you to understand that before you see this film, everyone. Yeah, I noticed so. it was very cold out. I don't know <laughs> where they were. Um, mm. But it was mountainous and cold. Cold and mountainous. Do you remember the movie Snowpiercer with Chris Evans? Have you seen that one? Was that the uh, Captain America? Yeah, Captain America guy. I haven't seen it. It's in a train that goes through like a hellscape, and it's right. all frozen, and the train can only it just goes. It's the only thing left of humanity because the world is like probably due to trains like the Orient Express yeah. shooting out all that coal. Uh, it's it's just like a. It's only that train is left for humanity, right? So because this movie also has a train and it's cold. I thought about that. That was another note. Is this in the Snowpiercer verse? Is it the Snowpiercer verse? It's like the precursor to the Snowpiercer verse. I got it. That's a good movie, man. Check it out. My my noticing was mostly on on the things where that they hammed up from like the original version to make it you know more modern Hollywood. Yeah. Things like rather than it just being a snowstorm, it was an avalanche, and so there's like lightning striking the mountain. Right. And there's like chase scenes where like. All of a sudden, they're off the train, and Poirot yeah, it falls is falls like, down the train bridge thing. Yeah, it's things like that where it's like, those seem just a little distracting. Uh, they had the, uh, as we said, the African. Would you say the doctor, book's better? And they added some like race items, like, oh, what's this black guy doing here? We don't want him on the train, and and you know, I, maybe that is accurate to the time in which this film takes place. However, it just kind of seemed like thrown. I mean, this is a this is a. Movie about a murder. Do we really need all these modern political issues thrown into it? I don't know. I mean, according to Jordan Peterson, whom we subscribe to, uh, we're seeing a weakening of the West, you know? And this movie, with its use of Orient, stands in that face. And then, yeah, it's about a bunch of white people going through the Orient. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess as I realize, as I'm saying this out loud, it's like, they, they threw it in there because, you know, it's... We, you kind of have to have like a, yeah. you can't just have an all white cast in in modern society. You'd be surprised. There's a couple movies. That's true. That's true. There's a couple movies where you could, but like it, it was, it made sense to you know kind of throw that character in and like give it give another angle where you know one of the one of the characters is racist and so you kind of start disliking that racist person mm-hmm. and you think like oh he must have been the guy who murdered because I he's would racist. It's a future to be said not with that man. Like should be seated with like. We are not alike. Not all of us are so concerned with the separateness of races, Professor. It is out of respect for all kinds that I prefer to keep them separate. To mix your red wine and the white would be to ruin them both. It's ironic that... I like a good rose. They were all joined together, even though one was just racist. Or do you think it was fake racism? Fake racism. Fake racism. Fake racism, ladies and gentlemen. Fake racism. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that the sociological or societal things you can get from this movie are immense. So, and also, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, it was uh, this was based on the was it the Earhart's baby, Amelia Earhart? Who what, what were the pilots that had their baby kidnapped in the early 1900s? The Wright brothers. No, I don't know. No, I, I actually don't know. I, I think it was. I want to say it was like no, because Amelia Earhart died. There was some. There's some family of pilots, and there was like an infamous like kidnapping of their kid, and I, this this uh is that what that's based, this is based on? Yeah, the because the Johnny Depp it turns out he murdered a child. Yeah, that's, and that's why what they all got back at him. We should have said that that Johnny Depp murdered a child. Uh, I mean, the thing is, we just don't need to pile on Johnny Depp. I, no, I don't like I to kick a man when he's down. Yeah, he he gets stabbed like 14 times. Right. 
He's a method actor. He took those knife wounds. <laughs> All right. Should we do our brunchiness? Yeah, brunchiness of this film, David. Yeah. Um, so I recommended Murder on the Orient Express. I watched the movie three and a half times, once fully. The other two, I kept falling asleep on the plane, and I would wake up, and the movie would be over. So I'd try to do it again. I'd right. get like 10 minutes in or skip like 10 minutes. But I've only gotten through it once. Um, Did you solve the mystery yourself on those three watches before you got to the end, or were you surprised? Color me, sh- color me shocked, because I did not know what was going to happen. I was, I was sure that it was going to be Josh Gad, though. Um, he just, he has that criminal look. That murderer's him. eye. Murderer's eye, and I was just wrong. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> because it has, like, a, it's really long, first off. It's a long movie. Is it? It's less than two hours. Is it? Yeah. It felt like six hours. Maybe because yeah. I kept falling asleep during it. Yeah, probably. Um, and there's, it's a nice train. Like I said, I really like trains. Uh, I, I would love to try brunch on a train. I feel like that would be... Yeah, they were definitely eating, eating up some brunch. Oh, yeah. That was like a full-service train. That was a full-service train, yeah. Yeah, it would be dope to just be on a train. Like, you wake up, and they're like, here's your food, sir. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, eh, I've got my Dickens. Yeah. I gotta read my Dickens. I gotta read my Dickens. Yeah. What, the Dickens? What, the Dickens? That's a pub here in... Is it? <laughs> Abby Sue. <laughs> uh, what in the Dickens is going on? Um... So for, for it being a nice train, and because it's, you know, cold, I actually, a little bit, I know brunch, you can go outside and you eat brunch and mimosas, but I also do like a cold brunch where it's cold outside, the snow, and you're inside bundled up with your buddies, just having a good old time. So I thought it was a decently brunchy movie, except for the murder. Mm. Um, there's a lot of, because there's so many characters and so much random stuff going on, you can kind of tune in at any time. Mm. It's a warm color palette. I did found his mustache while magnificent to be unappetizing. I figure oh, yeah, a lot of tough. a lot of breadcrumbs get stuck in that mustache. Yeah. So you I'm can gonna, always save that for later. Yeah. Does get stuck in your mustache. Yeah, that's a good point. Brunch is the meal that keeps on giving if you've Does, got a, the, a good enough mustache. For sure. So I'm going to give uh, on a scale of one to seven, four being neutral. Mm. I'm going to give it a five. I actually think it is a brunchy movie. So okay, it's not offensive. A lot of people can watch it. It's, it's long. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, you could take any character out of any scene in this film and put them at a brunch, and they wouldn't look out of place even today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They'd just be like, oh, look at that hipster all dressed up for brunch. You could have a bloody Johnny Depp. Yeah. He sit down. <laughs> and everyone would be like, oh, yeah, have the pancakes. Yeah. Is that Johnny Depp dead in the middle of your floor, and you're not doing anything about it? Yes, that's true. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're doing the Lord's work. Extra tip. Yeah. Note to all the restaurants out there: if just murder Johnny Depp, and you'll get a big tip yeah. from me. We'll crowdfund a tip. Yeah, for we'll you. crowdfund it. And and so yeah, I'm with you. I thought the uh, the plot is very brunchy in, in that it is kind of a redemption story, and ev- everyone likes it when a bad guy gets murdered. Yeah. Everyone likes it when kind of like oh, it turns out that this was revenge, and that the reason they're doing this is because this person's bad. And even though like you know, as an ethical guy, murder is abhorrent and all that. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of, you feel good at the end. You're like, yeah, justice has been served. The bad guy got murdered. And and that's very brunchy. For sure. Because I usually, most of my brunches fi- finish with a murder. Yeah, revenge is totally brunchy. Yeah. yeah. Revenge is a dish best served at brunch. That's that's great. It's deep. That is deep. Johnny Deep. Oh, hey. And so, yeah, so I can see this being brunchy. Uh, even though there are, I mean, the night scenes are few and far between. I think it's a little stormy, but there's still like a brightness, like a modern kind of like digital shine to this yeah, film that kind of keeps it 
it's it's kind of like a bright loud blockbuster with an easy to digest but still exciting plot and uh yeah it's it's brunchy but like come on mm. uh yeah yeah i think it's up there yeah five out of seven seems good I don't have strong arguments against it, but again, I'm just not that moved by the movie. It's not it's not in the pantheon with some of these classic brunch films that are, mm-hmm. you know, you watch again and again. Right. And you get, they become more and more a part of your brunch life. Because once you've seen this once, you're no one's going to watch this again. Well, unless you watch it three and a half times. No one's buying this on DVD to, like, yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. And it's not even shocking enough to really be like, oh, you got to see the twist at the end. Right. It's, it's like, the twist is almost like... Uh, whatever. Well, as you said, it's it's a book that obviously I don't read, so I'm not aware of that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Brunchy. Great. So, uh, what's your uh, pairing for this one? Okay, so I'm going with, th- we talked about this being cold. We talked about the avalanche. So what I'm saying is a brunch snow cone. Oh. So we're going to get some shaved ice going in a nice pile. Nice. Shape it in the shape of uh, Johnny Depp's cadaver. Oh, and then so you're I, like a snow cone, snow snow cadaver. depth cone, like a snow cone depth. Yeah, uh-huh. and then you kind of just like you take that raspberry syrup and you just kind of splatter it all over like yeah. a murder scene. So you essentially for brunch you're eating a shaved ice murder scene of Johnny Depp. Wow, and you need to eat it with a bunch of friends, and you each take one scoop of it. Ah, uh, that's perfect. Representative of of the all of them murdering him, mm-hmm. and you all enjoy it together, and then. Uh, at a the Belsh end, man comes in. a Belsh mustached man comes in and says, "I am Poirot. Uh, yeah. You are guilty of nothing." Mm-hmm. And 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 then you go, you just leave. Yeah, and then there's the dance number. Yeah, like Beauty and the Beast at the end. Beauty and the Beast. That's great, man. Yeah. I, I I really liked that pairing. So I hear low two, calorie as well. Yeah. In this movie, I got two things going through my mind: brunch and the Orient. You know what that means? Dim sum. Dim sum. So you got the ensemble brunch. It, were, it, it fits perfectly. You got too many dishes, and you're trying to eat a little bit of each. Right. And then in the end, you're just kind of full but unsatisfied. Mm. That's dim sum to me. So in the dim sum world, who is Poirot? Poirot. That's a great question. It's the diner, Johnny Depp, eating all the different... Monies? I don't know. Uh... This is your analogy. No, so so I I haven't gotten to the point where I, I prescribe a dish to each and every character. I see. I would I would say Poirot would probably be the tea because you you want a lot of it. Mm. You need that to help with the saltiness and the. And he's kind of dissolving all of these other exactly. ingredients that come in and turning them into yeah. poo. He's gonna help you turn that shit into poo. Turn that shit into, into poo. poo. <laughs> Hashtag turn that shit into poo. <laughs> I also think uh, Johnny Depp. You know, maybe he would be. I was in Hong Kong a few months ago. Um, Johnny Depp would maybe be the like the gyoza type thing, uh, like the because he's filled with meat, and then when you bite it, a lot of juices come out. Oh, like the, his blood. the Shalu Bao, yeah, Shalu Bao, yeah, 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 Shalu Bao, Bao, XLB, XLB, soup dumplings, yeah, soup dumplings. So Johnny Depp's a giant soup dumpling to me. Yeah, Does that work? Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> All right. So. uh very good. Good yeah, good work on this one. Yeah. Uh, so go see the Orient Express in theaters. Still. Still. In theater. Yeah. It's uh it'll never stop running, just like the train of Snowpiercer. <laughs> and uh R.I.P. Johnny Depp. Yeah, man. Dead forever. If you're gonna be in a movie, kill him off early. Or kill. don't even show that he's in the movie, like in the Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, just start the movie with 
like a fake character. You're probably like, wondering how I got here. Yeah. Well, I just killed that Johnny Depp. <laughs> and then everyone applauds. Yeah. And, and then everyone's in a great movie. I'll win an Oscar. Yeah, everyone's in a great mood to watch the rest of your movie. I can't wait. Just every movie should start with you being like, Johnny Depp's dead, bitches. <laughs> He's not in the film, even. Yeah. And then you can one-up every subsequent movie by, like, being more and more ecstatic. Like, figuring out new ways to murder Johnny Depp. Or just more creative ways to, like, celebrate his death. If, if Groundhog's Day had Johnny Depp being murdered, it'd be a lot better of a movie. Just, like, each iteration for 600 years. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're sitting there thinking, you're going, oh, God, I'm living this day over and over again. And Johnny Depp is still out there making still movies. Still out there making movies, making money. Yeah, making, making money. Ma- you know, uh, there, I, I found out there was more than two of those uh, pirate movies. How many so, were there? I don't know. I yeah. think there's, like, 20. I think they're still coming out. It's crazy. So... With that, fuck you, Johnny Depp. Bye, Johnny Depp. R.I.P. R.I.P. That was Brunch Movies. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Bye. Will you stay with me?